That dog don't bark, dude. I'm going to go ahead and bring us in here. Two and... I'm going to build something better. Something faster, lighter, meaner, wilder. And I'm going to do it from in here, with you are. You fucking pirates! Welcome to Suck 10, where we break down episodes of the hit HBO series Succession in 10 minutes. I'm one of your hosts, Jamie G. Esquire, the fifth master of the indoor sunglasses look. And I'm here with my co-host, Magna Mills, to break down the second episode, season four, Succession, titled Rehearsal. Well, for a second there, I thought you were going to say master of the indoor plumbing, and that really isn't as much of a you know a brag as you think it is. Uh, thank you for introducing me. I am Magna Mills. This is Suck 10. Find us wherever you get your pods. You can search for Suck 10 or regular dudes watch stuff because that's our other show. That's our channel. Find us on social media at dudes watch stuff. Find us on YouTube. Search for dudes watch stuff. Search for Suck 10 spelled S-U-C-1-0, or just go to joeblowfootballshow.com. Brings you right to our YouTube channel. If you like what you hear, you like what you see, please like, comment, rate, follow, subscribe. You don't have to do all of them. Just do one. Takes you about six, seven seconds and helps us out a lot because it helps other people find the show. We greatly appreciate it. Please and thank you. And this is a full-blown spoiler show. Every single thing you can think of about Succession is up for discussion, including the next time on. Mills, make with these details. This is Season 4, Episode 2, the 31st overall episode of Succession, titled Rehearsal. Directed by Becky Martin, this is the second episode of Succession that she has directed. Written by Tony Roche and Susan Soon-He-Stanton. This is Tony Roche's fifth written by credit on Succession, and the third for Susan Soon-He-Stanton. The not-so-short plot synopsis is... After Shiv discovers Tom is following Logan's playbook, she, Kendall, and Roman consider backing Sandy and Stewie's aggressive play on the Matson deal. Meanwhile, Logan gives an impromptu pep talk to the ATN newsroom and outsources a tricky conversation with Carrie. Later, Connor tries to make the most of his rehearsal dinner when Willa goes AWOL. All right, Jamie G, we've got 10 minutes to do rehearsal starting now. Well, that gives us just enough time here to give our overall thoughts on rehearsal. Mills, for me, again, did not disappoint at all. I like this this episode. I think they're doing a really good job kind of setting the stage here and showing some of the pivots that could potentially happen over the course of this season. Um, you're already starting to get some of that kind of deceit and betrayal. It already bled its way in. We're just in episode two, so you got to give it up there. I thought Shiv... You know, it was a great job acting here. She's dealing with kind of getting Logan by herself, right? Like, this is a season where she just, you know, back-to-back episodes now. First, it's Tom doing her the way she'd do him. Uh, now it's Logan, you know, coming to Tom's aid here. So, shout out there. I thought um, Roman was especially strong in this episode. And I really like kind of the pivots throughout, right? We've got the kids trying to stay strong, deceit cracks in. Now, all of a sudden, everyone's got their own individual play, whether it's Kendall, whether it's Shiv, or whether it's Roman. I really like that. And, you know, I thought it was cool kind of how this thing rounded out with with Logan asking for for Roman's help, um, kind of attacking what he views as the one weak spot where he can go in and maybe maybe get Roman back on his side and kind of pivot things because he admitted they got juice. Shout out Logan. Logan was incredible in this episode, too. 
Yeah, he was. And a lot of pivots there, man. You're like an NBA player down in the post. So (laughs) I think it was a very interesting episode. Really top tier succession dialogue. All the stuff we love. A lot of subtext going on. I love getting all the Roys into one room. That does not happen nearly as often as you think on this show. I was almost hoping for maybe a little bit bigger fireworks but it is still kind of early in the season huge fan of the subplot with carrie tom and greg in dude cards on the table at the end of the day connor might actually be the worst roy of all of them a very solid episode and i think it's setting the stage for what should be one hell of a wedding next week yeah succession likes Uh, himself some weddings yeah this will be another big one i mean what do you think here mills are kendall and shiv really motivated by the extra hundred mil or is this purely despite logan or something else it, it could always be something else and everybody could use an extra hundred mil, but I think for Shiv, she was okay with everything. Maybe she was checking her options out, but then when she finds out that Logan gave her the assist on the divorced lawyer thing with Tom and, you know, for the record, Tony Soprano did do that first, but maybe it's an HBO thing. And for Kendall, I think it's, you know, more complex than that. Maybe he just wants to get Logan or maybe deep down, he thinks if he blows up the, uh, the Gojo deal here, maybe he still takes over as CEO someday. I don't know. Uh, Jamie G, what do you think? Why did Kendall not tell Shiv and Roman about the call he got from Manson? You know, this was one thing that really puzzled me is you could tell right away the gears went into motion. And I think he, you know, I think this is his own play. I really don't have an, uh, an angle on what he's doing here. You know, the only thing I could think of in the moment was he thinks maybe by doing this, this deal will fall apart and then they'll have to, you know, kind of name a successor, right? And maybe this gives him an in. An in. I mean, I, that, that's really the only thing that I can think of here. Yeah, especially because everyone else, he could confirm that kind of, right? Or maybe it makes it seem more likely that Logan is telling the truth when he says Matson will back out if they push on the price. And, you know, I mentioned it before, but I think we have to give a little of an extended shout out here to the funniest plotline of the week. And that's Tom and Greg dealing with the fallout from Carrie's horrible, horrible audition tape uh you know and i've actually seen shit like this go viral within a company before so this doesn't really surprise me because at one point i was wondering like man how did uh like you know how did kendall and them get that tape i I know they're still part of of atn or whatever but it was kind of all right they got that that fast you know i think logan was all right with it until he kind of realized just how bad it was and that everybody was laughing at it you know when he goes to the conference room there and (laughs) that was also uh very good and then the whole like it's not about the pizza conversation there that he has with Tom, where it takes Tom like half the conversation to realize that Logan wants him to backburner her and get it off it. And he's going to be the hatchet man or what have you. And then you get Tom manipulating Greg to give Carrie the bad news. And I, I like to call that top tier Tom right there. That was good stuff. And, you know, Greg, to his credit, got it done. But you got to say Carrie lands like, a couple of uh, good body shots to him, which we will talk about soon. OK, if this focus group isn't real, I'm going to take you apart like a human string cheese understood great subplot line i mean i just dude i literally broke down cracking up as as greg was trying to you know hit carrie with this dude and he's you know first he's just lurking around kind of nervously pacing the scene trying to find an empty office you know and then he felt good about it he got the job done you know but it was so funny as he's trying to explain what's going on with their arms i just great 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 subplot loved it we rarely see Logan here in the same room as all of his kids. So I think that bears mentioning here. Um, yeah, just the meeting of the Roy's, right? I mean, thoughts on this? 
like, like I said earlier, maybe he was hoping for just a little more, but it still was, you know, really good. And I think you could argue, sure, Logan kind of splits Roman off here, but I think that was probably going to happen anyways. I, I did really like when Kendall called out Logan for mistreating Connor and Roman when they were kids, including actually hitting Roman. And uh, I think Shiv got in maybe something that, you know, not much really actually can burn Logan, but the whole gaslight monologue she gave, I thought was pretty great. And JBG, you know what? I was going to mention Connor's plot, but he said he doesn't need love. So I think we can move on. Oh, he's LL Cool J. That that that's for sure. No, I'd say he's not LL Cool J, or especially not LL Cool C, because I do not think that the ladies love Cool Connor. He should probably stick with Willa. Yeah, I mean, maybe you can give them another ten grand. Our favorite part of Succession is definitely the dialogues. We're each going to do our favorite quote uh, of the episode. I'll go first here. I, I got to go with Roman as he's super upset. Cause they can't get on the jet or the, I'm sorry, the helicopter. And, so so we're not on the and if we're not, I'm going to set aside several hundred thousand dollars and I'm going to dedicate it to destroying your life. Is that great? Just that so Roman Roy here, dude. I was literally cracking up at that line. Yeah. And I hate to go with one that's early on and maybe one that was even in one of the trailers, but the Greg fucking Jaws line is just amazing. Hey, so what's happening? What's happening? Okay. So he's still just kind of walking around. But with the slight sense that he might kill someone, it's like Jaws. If if everyone in Jaws worked for Jaws. I, I don't really think that that should work that well, but it does. There was definitely some fire spit in this episode, Mills. Anybody end up in the burn ward? We got a couple victims here. Tom gets a business from Shiv. Yeah, okay. You want to be my dad's little bitch boy? Why don't you deliver him a message, bitch boy? Tell him to fuck off and stay out of my life. Uh, Roman probably lands the funniest shot on Logan, although he'd never say this to his face. Man, Dad was a god. Tomorrow he's selling the Empire to a 4chan Swede and dishing out jobs for blowies. And Roman doesn't stop there. He's also got some relationship advice for Connor. Oh, no, no, no. No, that is not. You're fine. That's totally fine. Don't worry about that. Just toss her another 10 grand. Or a snowmobile and some teeth whitening vouchers. Carrie does have a rough go of it this episode, but she nails Greg when he asks if he can grab her real quick, and she says, um, Sorry, can I possibly please uh, grab you just for five minutes quickly, please? Yeah, why not? You've already grabbed every other woman in Manhattan. And finally, Carrie probably does get the worst of it from Kendall when he comments on her not getting the anchor job, and he says, That'll happen, the fucking. But congrats on losing your betrayal, Cherry. Absolute zingers. That brings us to Roy Rankings. Mills, hit us with our top five after the second episode of season four. These are our Roy rankings. We rank 14. I'm just going to go bottom to top super quick here. 14, Carrie. 13, Connor Roy. 12, Hugo. Three-way tie at nine between Jerry, Matson, and Shiv. Eight, we have Willa. Seven, Kendall. Six, Stewie. And then we have a three-way tie at three with Sandy, Roman, and Cousin Greg. Number two, we have Tom. And at the top, Number one in both of our rankings, Logan Roy. And I also want to point out, we both ranked Carrie 13th. So we had a lot of agreement at the top and bottom here. Uh, it is time to give a grade to rehearsal. Apparently, we're doing a pirate thing this week. So we're going to grade the episode on a scale of one to 10 eye patches. Mills, you've got to walk the plank first. Better make the. Our 9.2 are here, ye eye patches with a you know solid yar. Same as last week for me. Well, Polly want a yar because I'm giving it a 
Three, this baby was fantastic. Does not disappoint at all. That brings us to our predictions right into them. Jamie G, do you think the wedding between Connor and Willa happens? Yes. I know it's crazy, but I do. I'm going to agree, but it happens because Connor agrees to forego any prenuptial agreement, and that kind of backfires a little bit. All right, how about this one? Out of Kendall, Shiv, Roman, and Logan, how many of them attend Connor's wedding? Four. I'm going none. All right, man. Do you think the Gojo deal is still going to happen, or does it get permanently derailed? I I lost faith. I don't think it happens anymore. I think I said no last week. I'm sticking with no here. Anything else before we get out of here? Uh, real quick, I would say that Jobs for Blowies could be the most successful employment program in the history of the United States. And uh, telling somebody, do you know who my dad is, might be the weakest thing anyone over the age of 30 can ever say. <laughs> you can tell that Roman has been rich forever because he has no idea how much things cost. You can destroy someone's life for far less than hundreds of thousands of dollars. And to be honest, in my entire life, I have never been to a Chick-fil-A with less cars in the drive through line than there were people at Connor's rehearsal dinner. And when Connor starts describing where he wants to drink, I was positive that it was going to end with a smash cut to Dave and Buster's. And dude, how bad is Connor? Even the dude, Lebowski himself, wouldn't like him because, of course, Connor is a fan of the Eagles. Thanks for checking out Suck 10. We'll be releasing episodes each Tuesday, breaking down the latest episode of Succession in 10 minutes. No more, no less. Anything else here to add, buddy? Yeah, just remember, do the like, comment, follow, subscribe thing again, wherever you get your pods. Just search for Suck10, S-U-C-K-10, or regular Dudes Watch Stuff. Social media's at Dudes Watch Stuff. YouTube channel is search for us, or go to JoeBlowFootballShow.com. Thanks again for checking us out. On behalf of myself, Magnum Mills, and Jamie G, remember, you can't make a Tomlet without breaking some grace. And as Roman would say, these hands aren't going to fuck themselves, so...